Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to speak this morning with Phil Gwoki. He's the managing director of Bridgeworks, a company that's been bridging generational divides since 1998. And we're going to talk about a series that's happening right now for educators and employers in the Twin Cities. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Emily. I'm so glad that you're speaking with us today. So talk to us about Bridgeworks, first of all. This is the company that you're the managing director of, and you work with uh, helping people to bridge gaps between generations. So uh, tell us about that. Exactly. So uh, 1998, our founders uh, were from two different generations, a baby boomer and a Gen Xer. And uh, as they were working together, they, they had a great uh, appreciation for one another, but they kept butt- butting heads a little bit on different communication styles and ideologies. And the more uh, they became aware of this, they realized there's some real insights to be gained. So they wrote what became a best-selling book, When Generations Collide. And ever since, uh, businesses large and small uh, across this country and really around the world now have reached out to us to uh, understand these generational divides a little bit better. And that's what we've had the privilege to do uh, in, the, in the form of keynote presentations and trainings and uh, what, how we really distinguish ourselves is we focus on the strengths that each unique generation bring to a community or a workplace or the marketplace, and then leverage those strengths to create some community and unity among those differences. So, Phil, talk to us about the series that's happening right now called Reconnecting Generations of Diversity. Yeah, it came at a a really timely uh, moment in history in that we're all sensing a lot of miscommunication, misunderstanding amongst each other. And so we began to look at how different generations have, uh, how, how, how we view diversity, how we view each other, and what the expectations are amongst young people, the emerging, the next generation, if you will, of our workforce, uh, what, what, what they're really looking to in organizations and education, how they want to be motivated and so forth. And so this series was developed for uh, educators and employees who are trying to understand one another, but really want to create a workspace and a a place of learning that the next generation understands. So we have a four-part series that is starts off with just understanding the foundations. We really believe each generation is shaped in their formative years, and that kind of sets the tone for how they think and communicate. And we had that session uh, actually just last night, have had some great feedback. But moving forward, we've got three more sessions lined up to take a deeper dive into understanding uh, millennials, which have been a key hot topic (laughs) of conversation the last 10 years, but also the post-millennial generation, uh, the young people who in 2021 are turning age 24 years old, uh, if you can believe that, and the oldest millennials are turning age 41. So uh, there's lots of exciting things on the horizon. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, just I'm terrified personally of Gen Z. Like, I just don't even have any (laughs) understanding of that generation outside family members that I have that might be that young. But tell me, uh, just can you give me some tips for connecting with, uh, you know, such young people that grew up in a completely different world than I did? Yeah, I will do my very best. Um, (laughs) 
and, you know, it's funny. Human beings by nature are afraid of the unknown. It just seems unfamiliar. And, you know, you mentioned family members and it's natural to have a, a love and connection and affinity with family members. And yet they can be the most confusing at times. And <laughs> Gen Z is no exception. That being said, like I like I shared earlier, our foundation is that there's there's something really good. There's something really strong and positive about each unique uh, experience. And what's uh, what I find remarkable, if I was having this same conversation a year ago today uh, and trying to, you know, and I, and I was, people were asking me about Gen Z a year ago, I would have never brought up phrases like social distancing, pandemic, coronavirus. It wasn't mm-hmm. a part of the conversation then, but it most certainly is now. And so we're, as we're watching history unfold, it is shaping them in real time. And so as much as I could tell you about Gen Z, uh, it will continue to evolve. But a few a few things I, I would just say that that is exciting. Like I said, this, this topic about reconnecting generations of diversity. Uh, for me, when we talked about diversity, and I used to do, I uh, presentations around diversity back in the 90s. Uh, we weren't using words like inclusivity and equity. We were just trying to understand these different racial divides. For Gen Z, those words are not something new and something innovation, innovative. It's an expectation. They, they truly believe uh, and have grown up in a world that uh, views gender differently. That's a, that's an entirely different conversation for them. Uh, they, there's expectations of of equity and inclusivity as a part of the world that they came up in, which which is really exciting. Some of the challenges are, though, uh, you can imagine experiencing things uh, like we have this last year. There's also some real fears. There's some real concerns they have about the world that they're coming up in. And so, whereas I grew up far more independent, you know, a latchkey kid of a, you know, be home when the streetlights come on and your parents didn't know where you were until they, they saw you at nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. They're growing up in a world with, where there's a lot more supervision and they're expecting some very uh, specific coaching for, from their from their teachers and from their future employers. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking right now with Phil Gwoki. He's the managing director of BridgeWorks, which is a company that's that works to bridge generational divides uh, and has been doing so for decades now. Phil, I'm very curious, what drew you to this work? Why? How did this become your calling? So, back in the early '90s, as I wrapped up my college career. I started off as a math teacher, and uh, I also did some uh, speaking to young people. And the funny thing was, back then, I was cool. I was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I I was listening to the same music, watching the same television shows, and I felt like, man, I was was hot stuff speaking to young people. Uh, Fast forward to the early 2000s, I found myself uh, not quite as cool, having to work a little harder to keep their attention. Fast forward to, you know, mid-2000, you know, mid-2012, 13, 14, 15, and they're calling me grandpa. You know, kids stay, <laughs> kids stay, they stay the same age. I changed and I realized if I don't work a little harder to understand who they are, I can't just expect to do the same things and have the same results. So while the content, the message that I was sharing uh, might have stayed the same in terms of, you know, what it takes to be successful and how to present yourself well, I had to package it differently. And so I joined BridgeWorks uh, around, uh, right around 2015. And I had these 20 years of 
adapting to uh, be more effective in my messaging. And now I get to help other organizations and companies do the same thing. And I always tell people, I'm not asking you necessarily to change. You just might have to change some of your ways in order to reach that next group. But the good news is I also, we, we flip it on them and we work with young people to help them understand the generations that have come before us. And so hopefully uh, when we all begin to see the value in each other, it really creates a, a better environment. Uh, Phil, what else would you like to say before we have to go today? Well, first of all, uh, we'd love for um, more people to be a part of these conversations because Generations is a great place to start because it's it's less threatening than some of the other lenses of diversity. We all come from a generational perspective and it can be really positive, but taking it a little bit deeper Let's have the same conversation around culture and race, ethnicity, gender, because I firmly believe moving forward into 2021, uh, the social divides that we've experienced because are because we've been so closed off to understanding one another. So take a little time to see the value in those differences, and we'll all be a little better off for it. And where can people learn more? please go to generations.com. That's our website. Uh, again, we don't get the... Uh, URL generations.com for being the last person of the party. We've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, and we've, we would love to connect with you and uh, answer any questions. We've got some great blogs there. You can also uh, email us and, and uh, we can stay in touch. Phil Gwoki, Managing Director of BridgeWorks. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you, Emily. Have a great day.